The Dead Show of the Month Podcast. Welcome back to the Dead Show of the Month Podcast. It's me, your old friend Dave, and we're back with another amazing journey with the Grateful Dead and Friends. Joining us in studio, it's our co-host Bob. How are you doing today, Bob? Very good, Dave. Nice to see you. Nice to see you as well. And speaking of seeing you, you know, um, before we even get get into tonight's show, I've been telling you that this is like a big freaking deal, right? Yeah, you said BFD. The, said, 198 yeah. was a big deal, right? Yeah. Okay. So before we get into what the big deal is, we'll get into the show. I wanted to wait to get to get into the show to t- talk about the big deal and then get into the big deal after the, talking about the show. Okay. And uh, this is the show we were both at. No, I wasn't at you it. You weren't at this? No. This oh, is this is pre-dawn of my Dawn of the Dead. I went the Sunday afternoon. You went both days because you were smart. You went Saturday and Sunday. Uh, for I some reason, I Sunday. thought you were at both shows. No, I wasn't. Okay. But I like this show. It's mighty fine. We're, of course, talking about The Grateful Dead from Cal State Dominguez Hill Soccer Field in Carson, California on May 5th, 1990. Oh, yes. May 5th, 1990. The, the Kentucky Derby happened that day. Race was on. The race was on. and that's, I, I generally don't talk about it, but that was a big deal. I think Phil was doing some different stuff with his base at this show. Yes. Yeah, he was. Um, he definitely had some great tone and timber happening. Some weird stuff going on here. Yeah. Um, but and and that's Dead Show of the Month number one ninety eight. Yes. So we're going to listen to that today. Good. Okay. And this intro before the show is going to be a little bit longer than normal because of of the big deal that episode one ninety eight is. But when I founded the podcast and I started doing this all those 198 months ago, I did it by myself forever. You did. And I had you on as a guest intermittently because you had a wealth of information. And we had a segment called Ask Bob where people would ask you questions because you were kind of the older deadhead on the block, right? Remember? Yeah, it was a WTF thing. Yes. That's right. And then, you know, I had other guests on, but I kept coming back to Bob because it was like, you know what? There's a chemistry there. And, and so I decided, you know what? He needs to be elevated from guest to on-air talent. Remember that? On-air talent. That happened at episode 98, Bob. So what I'm telling you is today is your 100th episode. Ding, 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 ding. As an on-air, a full-time member of, of, our, of our on-air talent family that we have. Wow. Today. That is a big deal. I think it's a really big freaking deal, dude. I mean, <laughs> getting to 200 in a couple of months is, is like, wow, you know, and we have a cool show lined up for that. But when all this talk about 200 got me thinking like, well, when did Bob come in? And I started going through my, my archive and looking at the records and the data showed that, yeah, episode 98. So was it like episode 56 or something when I first started? I think somewhere around there, 56, it was, it was Santa Barbara show. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was. Episode 98, like, let's go back and take a look at some of this, where we've been. Episode 98 was from January of 2015. So mm. it's been like eight, years. Eight, eight and some years since you've been with yeah, us. That, that's it the was math. The, it was the Oregon Sunday show from Oregon on August 22nd, 1993 from Autzen Stadium. We had um, Paul from San Diego on as a guest, appropriately enough, at your first show as a full-time member of our cast. Mm. We had a guest on. That's pretty cool. Nice. And Ronnie the Engineer began his, uh, his full-time That's tenure right. that, that is no longer there, but Ronnie, that was also the same time that Ronnie the Engineer came on board. I recall that. Right. That was a nice little trio we had. Right. 
So there you go, everybody. I know this introduction to the Grateful Dead concert. has gone on long enough, but I love my co-host, and I'm glad it wouldn't be the same without him, and I'm lost when he's not here if, if something happens. You know, there's been things that have come up where it's like, hey, Dave, you have to do it this month. I need a waiver, and it's, it's shaky at best. It's, it's shaky at best, Bob. Well, so. it's a pleasure, Dave. Thank it's, you. It's, it is a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, listening to all these wonderful Grateful Dead concerts and talking to the fans out there and, and yeah. helping bring it forward and, you know, kind of decorating it with some uh, interesting halftime music occasionally. Yeah. Pretty damn cool, man. It's fun. All right, so we'll we'll talk more about this at halftime and more about it after the show. And we've gone on for probably too long. Uh, and Phil from San Juan pretty much ruined like something that I could have questioned my co-host about uh, last month in the mailbag, you know. And I don't even have that in my arsenal. But until then, let's let's enjoy all together. Uh, Dead show of the month number one ninety eight. The Grateful Dead from Carson, California. One day exactly before I saw my first show. It's May 5th, 1990. You guys enjoy this, and we'll meet you back here at halftime. Takes all night long. 
feel this way So come on, in the groove and let the good times roll We're gonna stay here till we soothe our soul If it takes all night long Come on and let the good times roll We're gonna stay here till we soothe our soul If it takes all night long It might be eight. I don't care if it's getting late. We're gonna make the band play one more song. Get in the groove if it takes all night long. Get in the groove and let the good times roll. We're gonna stay here till we soothe our soul. If it takes all night long.
Another time is forgotten space Your eyes looked from your tongue's face I fly my seat in the sandstone In Farwin's road
God save the child that brings that baby. have one good ring, baby.
back in just a little bit. Dang, Bob. One more Saturday night in the hot baking sun of an afternoon. A hot day there in Carson, California. It was hot the next day, too, I, I'm told. I was there, but I don't. I only read about the heat and go, huh. <laughs> wasn't relevant for you? Not even a little bit. Like, it, was, it wasn't even in the top 100 things that I remember from that day. It was hot. I remember that. Yeah. Interesting. I might have the cure to people's heat, you know, uh, noticing heat. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we we were um, try this on for size kid. Yeah, we were at these shows with a, a close friend of ours, uh, Sherry, and uh, also pushing a baby carriage with our son in it. Yeah. So um, that was you know kind of put a little different um, frame on what you had to do for the day. So yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on that day for yep. you. Yeah, yeah. It, it, well, uh, again, Phil's bass tone we, different. I don't know, you know, from the spring 1990 to, you know, that back east tour that, that's been released and the whole nine yards to this, you know, the tone is odd, odd different, and it, it kind of continues, in my opinion, throughout the rest of this summer, spring. Hmm. This wasn't part of a tour. They played two shows in, right. in L.A. It was after a tour. It was before all. a tour. Weird. Yeah. yeah. But, but I'm glad they did it. Um, by the way, in that run of West Coast shows. We've now done both Carson shows, all three Cal Expo shows. Ah, we okay. did both Eugene, Oregon shows. Sweet. Uh, yeah, maybe in the future we'll hear some Shoreline shows and just wrap up that whole tour. I don't think we've got a whole tour under our belts yet. Not one of any substance. Yeah, we were at those Shoreline shows. It was in August, I think. No, these were in June, my birthday weekend. Uh, they hmm. did that video on it. Anyway, we've rambled enough. Okay, there's, sure, halftime. Sure, sure. there's halftime. There's halftime here. We've we got to entertain these people. Um, my goodness. Uh, what do you what do you have for us this month uh, on our halftime show, Bob? Yeah. So we're gonna have uh, Doc Watson, Mark O'Connor, and um, Jack uh, Lawrence. Maybe I apologize, but uh, so you got Doc Watson, September sixth, nineteen eighty six, at the Kentucky Fried Chicken Bluegrass Festival. Wow, that sounds greasy. It's, it's I'm excited. Call it smooth, but I'm, I'm excited. It's yeah, it's some good stuff, and uh, you'll when you listen to Doc Watson, you'll be going, God, that sounds familiar. Yeah, he's yeah. just got he's got a certain talent that's uh, being resurrected in certain fields, yeah. certain certain people. Will you guys uh, enjoy that resurrection of of Doc Watson's sweet sweet music for halftime? And we'll be back here when they're done. This is Dorothy from San Dimas, and you are listening to the Dead Show of the Month podcast. Well, I'm a stranger here. I just blowed in your town. Yes, I'm a stranger here. I just blowed in your town. And just because I'm a stranger, hey, you don't have to dog me around. Sometimes I wonder why some people treat a stranger so. Yeah, sometimes I wonder why some people treat a stranger so. I can't find no place to stay and just go from door to door. Let's sing it out, T. 
Well, I'm a stranger here. I just rode in your town. Yes, I'm a stranger here. I just rode in your town. And just because I'm a stranger, you don't have to dog me round. Oh, you feel better, Jack? Gonna ride home to daddy to send me up my railroad fare. I'm gonna ride home to daddy to send up my railroad fare. Woo, yeah. And boys, if he can't send it, me and old Mike, we don't mind walking down there. Let's go, son. Ninety-nine parachute. Yeah, going back home. Have to wear out ninety-nine parachute. Yeah, Lord, Lord, Lord. And when I get back down to Dixie, I won't have the stranger blues. Let me play one now. This is for the fellows who I know will say I wish he'd play Deep River Blues. Well, this one sounds nearly like that. And you bent one out too, didn't you, buddy? <laughs> Well, 
They could write songs that in the music and in the words said the most about trains of anybody I know of. The only fellow lately that's come close to it, and I'm going to say this with all, with all honesty, an old boy over at Raleigh stumbled on a good one when he thought up Greenville Trussell High. I ain't going to do that in tonight, but it's on the new Bluegrass album that we put out. And, and I'll accuse him of being a pretty good writer. Blue Railroad Train.
I left my old home in the mountains And the only friends I've ever had And though I've traveled this world over My heart's been so lonesome and sad I'm going back to the old home Back to the place I love so well Where the sweet waters flow and the wildflowers grow She's waiting there still With that twinkle in her eye And the silver in her hair And our old cabin home on the hill I'm going back to the old home Back to the place I love so well Where the sweet waters flow I saw her, and I've traveled many a mile, but tonight there's a light in the window, and she's waiting at the door with a smile. I'm going back to the old home, back to the place I love so well, where the sweet waters flow and the wildflowers grow. I'd like to do one more bluegrass tune here in some B-flat, Mark. Uh, one that Jimmy Skinner wrote called Dark Holler. I'd rather be in some dark hollow Where the sun don't never shine to lose my mind so blow your whistle freight train take me far on down the track I'm going away I'm leaving today I'm a going but I ain't coming back play me some blues Jack be in some dark hollow where the sun don't never shine and to be alone in some old 
city in a small room with you on my mind. So blow your whistle, freight train. Take me far on down the track. I'm going away. I'm leaving today. I'm a going, but I ain't coming back. Let's play together, Mark. Let's do Big Sandy and Salt Creek Jack and give Mark a break on each one of them. Okay, 
Well, now, um... <clears throat> I ought to do one Jimmy Rogers song. I'll make it short. I got to do one Jimmy Rogers song. And do it. Uh, it'll be an average length song. I got to do one Jimmy Rogers song. When it's peach picking time in Georgia, apple picking time in Tennessee, cotton picking time in Mississippi, everybody picks on me. When it's roundup time in Texas, cowboys make goopy. Away down in old Carolina, it's gal picking time to me. The bluegrass down in old Kentucky Virginia's where they do the swing Carolina, I'm coming down To you to spend the spring Arkansas, I hear you calling And we hope to see you soon Down there, Mark's gonna do some fiddling Underneath that Ozark moon should overtake this boy I won't let the blues get me I got a sweetie pie way down south I know she's waiting for me soon I'll be going down to see that gal I know it won't be long till we're gonna build a little cabin here yeah, we're gonna call it our mountain home Start to pick in their cotton Then I'll pick a wedding ring We're gonna go to town Just to pick a little gown For the wedding in the spring Yeah! I hope the preacher knows his business Cause he can't fool me When it's peace picking time And Georgia boys is gal picking time to me
Bob, good choice there. I, I know you had a couple. Now you know why, because I, for everybody out in our listening audience, I didn't tell Bob that it was his 100th show anniversary. I, I could have made this a lot simpler on Bob, but he's he's twisted and turned for like a, weeks now. Like, what is this surprise? No What's going? No who's going to be there? You know, oh, wait, wait a minute. Man. What he actually texted me that yesterday? Like, hey, uh, what what exactly is going to happen there? Uh, it's not that kind of surprise, Bob. No one's going to jump out of a cake. Good. Although we could have done that. I could have done that. We could have could have done that. But I didn't tell Bob it was his anniversary, so he was a little bit confused going into it. But now, now you know why I thought that Santana would have been really, really good, because this yes. is like all about Bob. It's like the Bob <laughs> episode. Yeah. Well, good, good, much fun, much fun. We'll uh, we'll find that other bit of music and bring it forward into the future. Yeah, because it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's really good. It's worthy rips. of our audience's yeah. uh, attention. I, I've I've seen and heard what you're talking about, and it is. <clears throat> very good. Um, and you know what, Bob? Speaking of very good, I, I think we you probably know what I'm going to say right now. What? The, the second set from this Grateful Dead show from May 5th, 1990, it's pretty damn good we're, that we're going to get the, the kids off to listen to here. Well, that first set is uh, pretty special. The first set's cool. Yeah. You don't like the second set? No, I love oh. uh, it. Uh, the um, I guess what what uh, really um, got me was the sound of the bass on the recording I've got. It's huge. It's huge. It's like Phil's mom mixed it, and it is evocative to me of some of the '75 sounds. Hmm. Um, don't know why. That's just what struck me when I was listening to it recently. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't listened to this one in a while. Yeah. I had kind of had them both uh, given to me at the same time. And I, I've always been partial to the Sunday show, not sure. only because it was my first show, but I think it was it's like less quirky than this one. It did kind mm. of a little bit meaner, you know, mm. this had a kind of a goofy side to it. I, I'm, you know, that, yeah, that bass sound in the, in the race is on is downright groovy. You know, it's <laughs> funny, but let's get everybody off to the second set of May 5th, 1990 from the. Cal State Dominguez Hills soccer field, which has now become a big giant soccer stadium for the LA Galaxy. Like it's the soccer field is gone now. Mm. It well, it's different now. But back then it was. I guess it was hot. It was hot. I don't know. I don't it was know. A hot day. Okay. The next day wasn't hot at all. It was perfect. Yeah. Anyway, the Grateful Dead from May fifth, nineteen ninety, in Carson, California. You guys enjoy this, and we'll meet you back here when it's all over. Chicago, New York, Detroit, and it's all the same street. 
became a sweet chain. She lost her sparkle, you know she isn't the same. Living her ends in Bonamacy and cocaine. All a friend can say it's a fucking shame. Get back, turn it on 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 Get back,
that floats like easy street There is danger at your door Think this true with me
Do it. 
Interesting encore there, Bob. Yeah. Finishing off with uh, a normal show opener. You know, interesting. Again, I, I've said in months past that I, I kind of tend to, in that encore position, prefer that nice little gentle tap on the rear end out the door, you know, you, you know, mm-hmm. something a little bit less, uh, it, you know, like that. But I like this. Good. I think it was a fitting spot. It's weird how they can do that. Go figure. Go figure. They've tried just about everything else with that song, so why not put it there? That's weird, isn't it? So, you guys, that was uh, The Grateful Dead on May 5th, 1990 at Carson, California at the Cal State Dominguez Hills soccer field. They they played there that weekend and never again and never before that. They were not welcomed back, Bob. Not they welcomed back. Not welcomed back. You guys can't come. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here <laughs> is what they were told. <laughs> What we were told, and I understand that it was directly related to, um, I don't want to say us, but us. It was a fan, a fan generated decision. The, the city wasn't ready for that many people mm. to show up and yeah, not, not have anywhere to sleep and poop. Yeah, not casual. It's a lot of people. A lot of people showed <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, I, I, I think I heard forty thousand people a day. It was a lot of people. That's a lot of. It people. was a lot of people. So. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate we got chased out of a few different places over time based upon um, performance of some people and some capacity issues. And It happens. You know. But uh, anyway, these were good. Glad we I, had I, them. I had a fun time at the Sunday <laughs> show, and the Saturday show seems like a hoot from what we just heard. I mean, there's no doubt that they're just a good friggin' band when they really set their mind to it and 
say, hey, it's the freaking Kentucky Derby. Why don't we do this? We didn't even talk about the help slip Franklin's being like wedged in. Like, what well, that, is, that's where I was thinking about the Phil's song sound. three. The, the song three position. It's like what? I mean, yeah. Hmm, interest. Okay. When I hear that, I hear Phil is definitely just pulling. It's, it sounds like you know the um, make believe ballroom <laughs> recording from you know August of seventy five to me. It's, it's just for him, not big, not the rest man. of the band, perhaps, but. I, I, I really enjoy that show. I didn't get to go. I I knew about the Grateful Dead, obviously, because I knew I was going the next day, but I didn't know enough about them to know that you should go both nights, that there was an advantage of some kind of that. And I really had to be talked into going the next night as it was. So. Really? Yeah, I wasn't... They, they weren't my thing, man. I've, I've told everybody here before. They, I, it wasn't that I didn't know about them. I, I, what I knew about them, I didn't like. I'm not afraid to say it. You know, I, I, I didn't like these guys. And then I went the next day after this, and I thought, wow, this is, huh. Building an affinity. I think I should come back and see this again, you know. Yeah. Uh, even if it was just like this, I would be cool with recreating what just happened. And then I found out, no, 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 it'll be kind of like this, but totally different. And I like that part, too. Yeah. Uh, we've been listening to The Grateful Dead together with Bob, our man of the hour, celebrating his 100th episode of being a full-time on-air talent at the Dead Show of the Month podcast. Um, We've been listening to the Grateful Dead from Carson, California, as we said, the soccer field at Cal State Dominguez Hills. Uh, During the first set, the band performed Let the Good Times Roll. The race is on. Help on the way into Slipknot into Franklin's Tower. Queen Jane, approximately. Loser. Me and my uncle into Mexicali Blues. Loose Lucy. And they concluded the first set with One More Saturday Night. Uh, for Bob's halftime show, he brought in uh, Doc Watson and friends from 1986. Uh, where did you say? Yeah, Kentucky Fried Chicken Bluegrass oh, Festival. The Kentucky, yeah. the KFC Fest. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sounds greasy. It was smooth. The second set, I see where you, I see where you went wrong here. Now I can see what happened to you. Yes. Uh, for the, the second set, the Grateful Dead uh, played Truckin', into Crazy Fingers, into Playing in the Band, into Uncle John's Band, Then they took the drums and space break and came out of that with I Need a Miracle. Uh, A Dear Mr. Fantasy without the Hey Jude. Did that surprise you that day? Were you like, ah, did you feel ripped off that they didn't do the whole thing? I don't recall. Yeah. I know that's happened a couple of times where Hey Jude kind of disappears. Yeah. And then they they took that into going down the road feeling bad and completed the whole second set, sorry, with Around and Around. The encore, as as the A4 mentioned, Touch of Grey. Interesting spot there. Yeah, yeah. Bob, you made it to a hundred. How's feel, that feel? I feel like it. Twenty fifteen, dude. That that's a long time ago. Think about all that we've been to, been through. And before that, it was almost four years. Twenty eleven, twenty twelve, when I first popped when you first in popped on your, in? your studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of your studios. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. Think about all like since you've been the host, the the the. Uh, I keep wanting to say the Long Strange Trip concerts in Chicago. Oh, yeah, right. What do they call that? Yeah, uh, Fare Thee Well. Fare Thee Well happened, right. and we had that, you know, expert cutting-edge bi-coastal coverage of that, if you remember correctly. Yes. We've had, you know, guests on of of, of note, you know, famous people, uh, people with insight into the Grateful Dead, into how they see the Grateful Dead. We've interviewed bands on our SoCal Spotlight and our Covering the Universe segment. That's right. We had Hunter Siemens on for a while there. 
um, donating the, his semen sample. Um, cousin Darren from Scottsdale, Arizona, yeah. and, and yep. new location to be revealed the next time he comes on, formerly yes. of Scottsdale, Arizona. Right. Not formally. I noticed on last month's podcast I said formally. Which doesn't really, that doesn't help because doesn't the confusion know. matters at all. It's like, oh shit, he's for really there. Merly, no, maybe. but he's for Merley from Scottsdale, Arizona. And we haven't yes, even it. gotten into that whole mess yet. Right. And it's not even it's a mess. Point south. It's just yeah. a different thing. That's how long it's been since he's been here. Wow. That's not good. No, we need him back. We need Cousin Darren back. What do we have for everybody next month, Bob? You know, that's a good question. What do you think we should have next month? Maybe is a better answer, but... Next month, we have some interesting stuff. We are really, really, really getting close to the 200 mark. We've gotten past this 100 episodes for Bob thing, and we're very close to yet another milestone where we will have guests appearing on our show. Nice. For our 200 episode. Good. I promise Good. you this. Okay. Uh, but next month, in my opinion, is uh, one of, if not the finest example of what the Grateful Dead can do on New Year's Eve when they really want to. Hmm. And there's not too many examples of that, Bob. No, I, I, I've been to a, a number of them. Mm -hmm. and you know what I'm talking they're, they're about. They're usually memorable for various reasons, and sometimes they're, you know, top of the mountain. But I can tell you that this one was, was uh, my top of the mountain version of that. Yeah. And okay. since I didn't get to go to the shows, I don't know those other memories that you have. I just hear kind of like a, really? That's what you decided to do on New Year's Eve? Huh, okay. I didn't. I wasn't there like you were, envisioning you know Ken Kesey and the madness that occurred in 1981 when you were there. I can't even begin. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh. Anyway, next month, if you're wondering which New Year's Eve show that's going to be, the only way you're going to find out is to tune in to this podcast, the Dead Show of the Month podcast, because you'll only hear it here, and you'll only hear Bob here on on his 101th episode. First, one hundred and first episode of the Dead Show of the Month podcast. Be an on-air talent, Bob. Congratulations, sir. Thanks, Dave. Thank Thanks you for, so much for yeah. you know. Thank you for being the co-host, dude. Well, thank you for having this environment because it's it's made it enjoyable for people to catch up on shows they might never have heard, um, have interviews with people they might never have been exposed to in, in a more intimate environment like this, and uh, we'll just keep trucking on. We are trucking. Yeah. And Bob likes to end with a good trucking. He's guilty of liking the good trucking at the end. And I can tell you, I don't think there's that many people out there that since I said in this next year, at this push to 200, we're not going to have any lousy shows. Mm. We're not going to have any <laughs> lousy shows. Good. No. Good. For my co-host, Bob, this is your old friend Dave saying so long from Chino, California. The Dead Show, the Mike Podcast. Podcast.